gonna write a book about everything So many things that we can explore Documented in a series of podcasts I'm not sure what we're doing this for Flight 29's big book of everything Burn all the textbooks cause they're obsolete It's our attempt to rewrite history By making podcasts every other week Help! I'm Dan and I've just been mugged! I'm Charlie, and I've just got myself a nice new phone and the contents of a wallet. And I'm the real victim here. My name is... Society. Now would probably be a good time if you would like to confess to any crimes. Anyone got any crimes they'd like to confess to? Well, probably a whole bunch of sort of petty ones that would probably end me with some sort of severe fine or... Well, let's have a crime amnesty right now. Anything we say now can't be prosecuted. I think we have the power to do that. Let's put like a kind of veil over this podcast and anything we say now we can't be prosecuted for. That sounds legally sound. I think it 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 does, does, doesn't it? Well, (laughs) my most recent crime was... uh, Yeah, my most recent... crime of loving too much <laughs> <laughs> a crime of passion no it wasn't that good no. my most oh, recent yeah. crime was from mm. I hope they're not listening Uh-oh. we went to, to buy a brand new phone for our new house it was one of these things where the box had a security tag in it lady at the checkout got a bit confused and was trying to get the tag out forgot to scan Oh! I didn't say anything <gasps> And I just paid for my other items. And I obviously knew, because it was like about 25 quid. So you're saying you got a free phone? Basically, yeah. Bloody hell. I was expecting like, oh, you know, I nicked a grape or something. <laughs> you nicked a whole phone. This is crime amnesty. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean it like this. Well, you know, the chances of this having a bad effect after I've said it are millions of one. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Let's, I'll, I'll bleep out the name of the shop. How about that? Okay, that'll be good. Right. Thanks. Um, <laughs> That's absolutely heroic. Also, yeah, I felt like I'd beat the system because obviously I was just moving out, so spending lots of money on moving out and other yeah. stuff. And I was a bit like, I deserve this thing. <laughs> I deserve this little bit of luck. Yeah, but that's Brilliant. how it starts, Rick. Yeah, I, I deserve this golden watch. Afterwards, like, we didn't shop there. I don't think we have shopped there since, just in case I'm on <laughs> some sort of blacklist. Well, you've got to lie low. Yeah, you have, yeah. haven't you? But that's about six months you've been lying low, isn't it? It's time to go back. Next time I go back, I'll just, yeah. you know, buy a Kinder Egg. Just stay away from the phone aisle. Just get in start, and out. Start with you know? small small purchases and just work your yeah. way back into their And work my way up. I could steal a flat screen TV next time. <laughs> Lucky. I, I used to work for the same store as you, Rich, but I used to work on the night shift, so there was no cafe or anything open. If you wanted something to eat at kind of lunchtime or whatever, it was, you could take some food off the shelves up to a certain value, yeah. and then you had to pay Ooh. a certain amount for it, but it was on an honour system. Honour system. Honour system might as well mean crime system. <laughs> it might as well mean free-for-all. So I can't say that my account keeping, keeping was the most accurate that it's ever been Ooh, whilst doing that. <laughs> see, see, when I thought about, like, 
talking about this, I thought, oh, it'll be like, you know, little charming, silly little things. Like, what I wrote down was that I was going to say about how I used to steal ketchup sachets at school. But now <laughs> that just sounds stealing. ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone into a new level now and I can't keep up. I did, though, and, and I, I, I work in a school now and I still do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've got to steal ketchup sachets because they shouldn't be charging for ketchup sachets. They shouldn't yeah. be. It should come as complimentary for the shoddy food you're forced to enjoy. Yeah, but it's no, it's no phone or flat screen TV no. which Rich stole let's be clear I didn't steal a flat screen TV <laughs> Wait, that's what I heard <laughs> you just stole you stole a phone and that's what you're no saying. let's come on come on no alright Rich if I I have to admit if I was in the same position of you I would have done exactly the same and I yeah, would have I think it. I would have done as well let's but... call it capitalising on an error yeah because Not the crying. thing is it was it was the cashier's fault and if anything <laughs> the cashier should be arrested and <laughs> <laughs> also, the do you like? Do you like how I'm saying cashier? I do, I do. That was my favourite bit. It was I was just wondering whether I should mock or not. <laughs> it, was the, it was the second time I said it, I realised it was weird. <laughs> no one said cashier. How do you say it? I've had a blank. Cashier. Um, That's how I said. Cashier. No, you were saying Ca- cashier. <laughs> Yeah, cashier. cashier. It's not the same Ca- as cashier. <laughs> I can't say it now. Cashier. I can't cashier. Say it. It's not. It's not. You. It's not cush, is it? Which is how you're saying it. I know. Yeah, it's cashier. Yeah. Isn't it? Oh yeah. You, you oh, spend yeah. cash. Martin Cashier. Martin Cashier. <laughs> 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 you did a harrowing documentary about how rich steals phones. No, oh, you made me spill my beer. Your cashier. <laughs> <laughs> my Bashir. That is the funniest word. <laughs> Way. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry. I'll just apologise. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> we got instructions for an IKEA bed in our big book of A recipe to make bread in our big book of We got the D's to the sun in our big book of And naked pictures of your mum in our big book of everything. For this section, uh, we're going to give you a little bit of a look under the hood of the Flat 29 podcast to see how we come up with the discussion topics that we talk about uh, on this show. Generally, what happens is we we think of a topic and then Rich says a phrase like, let's make blank more sexy. <laughs> is, that, is that fair to yeah, say, Rich? Yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Generally always comes up. <laughs> so what Rich sent us uh, today in an email about this topic was, let's make the courtroom more sexy. <laughs> so talk us through that, Rich. Well, I was thinking, like, you could just say everyone's naked apart from the wigs. But that would <laughs> be too, too easy. obvious. That's route one, Rich. You can't do that. It's far too easy. I was thinking maybe let's say the person that's being charged with an offence uh, the defendant yeah the the criminal no hang on hang on so the person who's done the crime the accused (laughs) is this going to be what it's like it's not very sexy so far it's just (laughs) you you fumbling over your words (laughs) what I thought is that the accused could dress themselves um, depending on whether they're guilty or not guilty so if they're guilty they are only clothed on their top half but if they're not guilty they're only clothed on their bottom half and do they have to get dressed before or after the verdict yeah because when they're actually in the courtroom they haven't they haven't decided whether they're guilty no, that's or the, not that's their plea you know they have to plea <laughs> oh, they I have see. to plea okay. guilty or not guilty so rather than have to 
go through that whole end sexy yeah what do you plea <laughs> skit <laughs> that bit is a real like you know erection killer <laughs> so yeah or well, they could even if if they don't have to go straight in they could like depending on what they take off then you know so they take off whip right. off the trousers <laughs> how do you plead <laughs> what do you think your honor <laughs> and then maybe like um so are they not allowed to say anything they just have to communicate by removing or clothes. putting on clothing no they can talk dirty talk oh, can they oh, when they I swear can't. on the oath do you do that you have to swear yeah. on something yeah you have to swear in this courtroom to swear do you swear to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth so fuck you god (laughs) fuck you god God, i'm not wearing any pants (laughs) this is a travesty um surely the jury is not called the jury they're called the orgy (laughs) and um, they all naked as well and you know it's probably not the best justice system because they're (laughs) a bit preoccupied with the orgy but a jury is a bit like an orgy anyway because they keep sending them off in a back room for meals and stuff don't they what is that what orgies are like (laughs) they send them off oh this orgy's tiring let's all go off to a back room and have a meal (laughs) imagine like getting called up called up for duty well i'm sorry wife i've got to go it's my duty to the nation <laughs> to fuck a load of strangers and then have a nice roast dinner. <laughs> <laughs> what? Thanks, Her Majesty. <laughs> God bless you, Mum. <laughs> oh well, it would make jury duty a lot more attractive, wouldn't it? It's a, it's it would a, make it something. Yeah, people wouldn't try and skip it. Would it's they? a bore at the moment, but yeah, the judge doesn't have a hammer; he has a big dildo or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think now we're missing the my in my initial question was just going to be why like why does this all need to happen? <laughs> I don't know. To make it more sexy, Dan. I think we yeah, covered this. Makes it more sexy. <laughs> yeah, well, why does it need to be more sexy? Because the I mean, courtroom's a tense environment, and everyone needs to chill out a bit. It would certainly be a less tense atmosphere i think it would well it could it couldn't it depends how confident you are with your body image doesn't it yeah mm. orgies have got to be quite tense i mean i've never done an orgy i'm assuming rich has done his fair share of orgies but of course i know (laughs) go out for a race in the middle (laughs) yeah right that's half an hour get the chicken on so what can we learn from this i i don't know i sort of lost concentration halfway through it was too sexy wasn't it It, it's true it got way too sexy (laughs) what can we learn from this well you can't reveal any film of a real court case can you oh yeah so anything could go on but on this Uh, one you could use it for porn the thing is rich i mean what we've been describing is definitely an existing porn film maybe yeah. not the trousers off a guilty shirt off for innocent that's too clever but the rest of it that that definitely is a scenario for a porn film I know. So. pretty much isn't it yeah also if i was about to go down um why not go out with a bang <laughs> and, again <laughs> and that's the final line in rich's new porn film <laughs> the end so if anyone's listening from the porn industry yeah there you go monsieur porneo <laughs> from borneo he's a di- he's a director <laughs> monsieur porneo from borneo <laughs> <laughs> all right well there we go that's that all right <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
time for another flat 29 hit A comedy song and then we'll talk for a bit Damn girl, you're looking flat 20 fine But when we're in the club, we're dropping flat 20 rhymes When we're in the club, we're dropping flat 20 rhymes And when we're eating breakfast, dropping flat 20 rhymes And when we're in the bath, dropping flat 20 rhymes Now on this podcast, drop some flat 20 rhymes Flat 20 rhymes is the section where each week we make a brand new song about the topic this week I have done a song, but I have not done it by myself. It was co-written and recorded and performed by uh, the great Luke Ski and Carrie Dalby, who join me now. Hi guys. Hi. Hello everyone out there. So first of all, uh, the song is vaguely crime related. Can you explain what the concept of the song is, please? Well, basically we, on each of our separate podcasts in the past, have talked about the phenomenon of going to the movies and breaking the rules by sneaking our own food into the movies. You Which know. wasn't inspired by each other. We just independently talked yes. about that on each other's <laughs> podcasts. We're all just master criminals. Yes, yes. yes. So We're uh, horrible people. Dan had the idea of, of us teaming up to write a song on this topic. and I, I didn't write very much of it. That's not because I'm not talented. It's just because I'm a procrastinator. And <laughs> oh. But Carrie does some uh, amazing uh, board rapping. How do you feel about board rapping? I loved it. I... That's my favorite part of the song, but I am biased. <laughs> yes, and uh, and some chorus parts duetting with uh, Rich, of course. Yes, that that was very special for me. So, what is your favorite snack that you like to sneak into the cinema? My standard right now is the Chipotle burrito with with hot sauce, and uh, I basically wear you know cargo pants, or if it's in the winter, I can easily slip it into a coat pocket, and nice. um, you know have that be. I'll, I'll buy the soda at the theater just to be you know a, a little bit more ethical about. it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I definitely won't do that. Uh, yeah, actually, what I've been doing lately is I actually bring two purses, my real nice. purse. Nice, a decoy. A cooler purse that looks like a purse, but and I put in drinks, and then I buy the popcorn there. That's amazing, you're a I've pro. I've been paying attention to what drinks the theater carries, because theater i go to the most has coke products in bottles for sale so i can go buy them at a place that sells them at a reasonable price put them in my bag and then i can have them out and nobody will be any wiser i love it so you actually went there and kind of scoped the place out and did a bit of a recon and then and then went in with the correct ammunition yes (laughs) so the the movie theaters out here have found an interesting way to combat sneaking food in um the AMC that just opened up in my area, they have like these computerized screens so that you can mix and match all these different combinations. So you could get like Minute Maid Light with, with you know, orange flavor, you know, injected into it. So how does that pull from sneaking food in though? It's like, I'm not going to sneak a soda in when I can use this high tech robot machine <laughs> from the Coca-Cola future. It sounds more flash than my technique, which is, and I've, I've just been to cinema today and basically there's a pound shop just over the road. So I, I hit up the pound shop and buy a packet of reduced popcorn and some water and it's kind of just like a uh, the whole shop has just got the air of a kind of nuclear winter about it so it's less (laughs) fancy than a robot so the pound (laughs) shop is like the British equivalent of the dollar store yeah but slightly more expensive I was confused there for a minute and I'm like what do you get at a pound shop pound cake (laughs) (laughs) yeah basically Carrie everything weighs a pound (laughs) that's the that's the theme and so they'll, they'll get a regular item and just chop off bits until it weighs the exact right amount. 
<laughs> then there's the fraudulent ones where they're trying to fake a pound cake on the make. Exactly. Oh, yeah. You don't want to go to them. Lovely stuff. Well, uh, we'll play the song in a second. Uh, guys, do you want to plug anything? We'd like to plug our podcast, Luke and Carrie's Bad Rapport, B-A-D-R-A-P-P-O-R-T dot com. It's just like Big Book of Everything, except without all that quality you've come to enjoy. But it has four comedy songs from different artists in each episode. And News of the Stupid, where we report on stupid people in the news. Yes. Excellent. With that, here's Sneaking Snacks into the Cinema by The Great Luke Ski and... Carrie Dalby and... Flat 29! Nourishing, flavorful, butter drink. It's time for a tasty and refreshing snack. Let's go to the lobby. Get it supersized There's nothing on the radio or on the TV So I'm going to the cinema to catch a movie Starring Pitt and Clooney as handsome spies With Angelina Jolie and a load of other guys Called up to see how much the tickets would be And got it free by pretending to be an OAP When I got there I was feeling hungry like Pac-Man So I made a beeline for the snack stand Good afternoon, I really hope you are enjoying your stay My name is Carrie, can I get you any snacks today? I'll have some popcorn in a tub so big you need a ladder A bucket of coke double the size of my bladder and this bag of pick and mix that I filled with jelly snakes. Anything else? Yeah, and have one for yourself. I'm feeling pretty generous, so how much will it be? Well, sir, that comes to 48.50. What? There's no way I can afford it, and if I would have thought it, I never would have bought it. Better cancel everything I got so far. Oh, I think I left my money in the car. Everything I do in life, and I don't mean to be crude, comes down to practicality, sex, entertainment, and food. And to me, the last two, they go hand in hand. So at the movies, I attack the frackin' snack stand. I order items off the menu in a kind of a blur, till I black out and then wake up and then find out what they were. For the large pretzel bites in Wisconsin cheese, take the saw and hand over an arm and a leg, please. Soon I start to get worried about going into debt. The Whoppers cost the testicle. Which the right? No, the left. And if you want the crunchy nachos, either spicy or mild, then simply hand over your family's firstborn male child. What? What the hell? I just came here to watch a cartoon mouse. I shouldn't have to go and get a second mortgage on my house. I'll surely miss the movie if the usher kicks my tail out, so I asked Barack Obama for a federal bailout. Hey, Lutsky, this is Daylight Robbery. Seriously, this is no way to run AMC. So, Dan, my man, here's the plan. Voila, we're gonna start sneaking snacks into the cinema. When I want snacks at the movies, I won't pay their extravagant fees. If you buy it at the supermarket in a multi-pack It's just as nice, about a tenth of the price And if you stick it in your bag, no one will look at you twice I bought oversized pants, quadruple XL So I can fill them up with cookies and no one can tell Donuts in my pocket, cause that's my style They got me making Rosie look like the bakery aisle I always keep a can of soup in my hip flask Nobody asks, I stick it in my sock and walk straight past And cover up my hands in cottage cheese And tell securities that I got a terrible disease I got a foot-long hot dog, one in each sleeve hey, be careful with the ketchup or we'll be asked to leave And I need a disguise for this bag of french fries Man, just tape them to your face and leave a space for the eyes I got a pint of piri piri and a holy grail chalice Hidden in a fuzzy soldier hat from Buckingham Palace Hey, I see you too with that food there Wanna share? Sure, they don't pay me enough to care When I want snacks at the movies I won't pay their extravagant fees I'm feeling pensive They're so expensive The employees will never guess Buy some chips at Tesco Express And I'll be sneaking snacks into the cinema 
I ate five Christmas hams watching Silence of the Lambs. I ate Vindaloo watching Iron Man 2. I ate sugar-free gelato while watching Chicago. I ate some bruschetta watching Viva Vendetta. I ate a beef vlog watching Princess and the Frog. I ate a Jimmy John's porker watching Rocky Horror. I ate a whole loaf of bread watching Dawn of the Dead. I ate flan on and on watching Tron and Black Swan. Well, snacks at the movies. I ate a planet of grapes or watch a planet of the well, apes. I snacks at the Watching Kevin Bacon. Look me up, I have no regrets. Long as I have my raisinets, and I'll be sneaking snacks into the cinema. I ate a cheese souffle watching Groundhog Day. I ate a cheese souffle watching Groundhog Day. And then I ate a cheese souffle watching Groundhog Day. I ate a juicy peach watching The King's Speech. I could sneak in more food if my leg was prosthetic. Want a milk dud? No, dumbass, I'm diabetic. Ladies and gents, our feature film today, The Smurfs 3D, directed by Michael Bay. No! What the? Oh, thanks, guys. Is this your idea? Whose idea was... Lame. Carrie, I'm not going to see a chick flick directed by the biggest moron in Hollywood. Podcast. Is there anything which you think should be made legal that is illegal, or vice versa, things that are legal but should be illegal? Oh, Let's shit. draft some new laws, or throw out some old ones. Pluralizing with a Z. No! Yes! I love doing that. Yes, it must be made illegal. Charlie, you'll kill youth culture. Well, that's my aim. <laughs> no! <laughs> that's my aim. There is a, a simple pleasure in pluralising with a Z. There is nothing good about it at all. Come on. How else are you meant to... If, if I was to say, I've made some new beats, and I didn't pluralise it with a Z, I'd be laughed out of this town. <laughs> See, I, I'd be quite sure. happy if you didn't pluralise it with a Z, and if... if I can't remember what I replied to an email you sent me once, Dan. I, I changed all of the things you pluralized the Z to an S and in my reply. You can't change me, Charlie. I'm going to keep on doing it till the day I die. <laughs> I think they should reinstate drinking on the tube. Oh, because that was famously banned in the UK a couple of years ago, uh, and the last day it was open, everyone got trashed on the tube. They did. What are the pros of drinking on the tube? Um, it's good if you're on your way out somewhere and you've had a few drinks at home just because it's yeah. now so ferociously expensive to drink in London you just kind of want to finish your beer as you leave your house on the way there just so you can maintain your buzz a bit longer because you're going to have to stand in a queue for a nightclub <laughs> for three hours you might as well still be drunk but you've got to take this horrible break whilst on the tube it's like Kevin and Perry <laughs> it is should there be <laughs> your life Charlie is amazing <laughs> I don't do any of those things <laughs> Charlie's like man when I'm standing in the queue for a nightclub I've lost my buzz I need another hit <laughs> <laughs> These are things I never do. <laughs> I just I was racking my brain just to when Charlie's been in a nightclub and enjoyed it. <laughs> never, never. <laughs> exactly. The one time I did go and there wasn't really any music playing, there weren't any people, so it wasn't any fun then. We did get the directions to it from a friendly prostitute, though. They're always friend. They're always too friendly, really. It's <laughs> the problem. Did I ever tell you about my prostitute story? <laughs> no. Sounds bad, Please. doesn't it? Please do. No, when we were in Germany, it was funny because um, I went with my brother and they'd come up to you. They'd obviously sort of offer themselves and then you'd yeah. walk along a bit down the road and they'd go, what's the matter? You don't like fun? <laughs> and it's like, well, no, but... It depends if you classify a venereal disease as fun. But it's a good approach. It is, it, it is a good... 
tactic, isn't it? <laughs> well, she's got a point. I do like fun. I do like fun. So maybe I should be maybe doing should. this. I wasn't <laughs> considering it beforehand. I'd hate her to think me a real stick in the mud. <laughs> Didn't work. She's a good salesman. She could she could make an honest living as a cashier. <laughs> um, actually, I don't think I'll have these apples. I'll put them back. What's the matter? Don't you like fun? <laughs> oh, God, I, I do like fun. All right, I'll take the apples. God. I'd love a career as a cashier. Yeah, cashier so career. Martin Bashir career. Martin sure. Bashir has found a new career. Martin Bashir's cashier career. <laughs> That's his new documentary. <laughs> Martin Bashir goes undercover at Tesco's and tries to expose dark secrets. I feel like we've uh, gone off on a... <laughs> on a Career, career tangent. <laughs> a career tangent and a red light tangent. Yeah. Well, what what should be legal? Things that are illegal but would be better if they are legal. Parking in a residence permit parking zone. Right. I only have to park on a double yellow line because there's loads of space and I could quite happily park there. Charlie, what you're describing is anarchy. <laughs> Thanks for better use of the space available. How about <laughs> sticking on this car parking related theme? You don't have to pay and display anymore. Right. But you do have to display something of, of merit for the amount of time. A you... piece of amateur art. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. if you want to stay all day you better yeah. have a good project maybe like a volcano with actual lava coming out the top <laughs> oh so it's like a kind of school science project yeah if, if you want to stay for an hour you just you know uh, just a litmus test or something <laughs> a litmus test <laughs> I don't know well, you're just setting fire to some magnesium in a Bunsen burner and you go ooh look at the bright light yeah, it's yeah. quite dangerous really leaving all this going on in the car while you're off what I've got is a uh, post I've made on sugar paper showing the life cycle of a plant. Well done, you can stay for an hour. <laughs> I've got some iodine dripping onto a potato here. It's turning dark to show the presence of starch. Three hours. Oh, Brilliant. That sounds a bit more like a 20 minutes to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's how long the traffic wardens can be entertained by it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Long time. Let's be clear. They're not scientists. Yeah. Well, they're, they're not scientists, but they would like to be. And that's why they've set up this scheme. <laughs> <laughs> Display your science project in lieu of money. What if you haven't got the resources? Can you just do some... Schematic drawing. Yeah, that'll work. Does it have to be science? No, it can be anything, really. I just went down a science road bit. Okay. Well, on Science Road, it does have to be science. Yeah, you could <laughs> just be into gardening and you've got a prize marrow. And you display that on the dash. Right. If you can. If you... <laughs> <laughs> if you have a prize marrow, you can stay till tomorrow. 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 <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> but if you have a carrot, then you cannot. You carrot. I think. You cannot. <laughs> I'm not enjoying these vegetable puns. If you then. can't fit your price Mario on the dash, then you ought to rethink whether you ought to be parking there or not. <laughs> then you should be going on to bigger things, really. Get to the Chelsea Flower Show. <laughs> Get out there. Challenge Charlie, let's take away his dignity and pride. Challenge Charlie, we'll make him do whatever we decide. Challenge Charlie, give him a pointless task, he can't say no. Challenge Charlie, he'll do it. Challenge Charlie is the section where we give Charlie a challenge and he has to do it or he is sacked from 
Flat 29, from the podcast, from his regular day job, it's all gone. He is to live on the streets, living out a miserable existence until the end of his days. So no pressure. No pressure. Sounds a bit harsh, but go on. <laughs> it's harsh, isn't it? it but is. you know, you knew that you knew the deal when you signed up, Charlie. Well, no, I didn't. You instituted this after I was already here. You went right. Let's make him destitute if we possibly can. Yeah, check check the uh, contracts. I did put in the word destitute. It's like a micro dot over something, is it? Yes. So we haven't done challenge Charlie for a little while. So Charlie's remained unchallenged. So this week's challenge is a setup for a challenge for you to do over the next couple of weeks, Charlie, until next week's podcast. Okay. And it is a very simple challenge. The challenge is do some bloody crimes. Now, how many crimes does he need to do? And I mean, how many crimes should we accept, Rich? Well, I set the bar earlier. I stole a £25 food. <laughs> should we be egging him on? So, and what I'd like you to do, Charlie is to keep a crime diary. Yeah, crime log. Okay. Crime log. And then we can go through Charlie's weekend crime. That'll be good. If you tried to do Charlie's weekend. <laughs> if you tried to do seven crimes one a day from now until next week. Seven is a lot. Can we cut it down to like four? I reckon I could do four. Seven is a lot. Uh six. Five. I like this. This is bartering for crime. <laughs> All right, five. Deal. Four, five four, crimes. Four, four. Let's uh, go no, no, five. No, We've settled five. on that. We've met him in the middle. Come on, Charlie. You've I'm got, doing you a favour here. That way he's got two rest days. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, in a week. like God. <laughs> and then God, on the sixth day, God looked at all of his crime and he saw that it was good. So Charlie's going to go on a minor crime spree. I'm excited about that. I don't like this. I'm slightly worried about it. <laughs> well, that is the correct feeling for receiving a challenge, I think. No, but I mean, that's that's a lot of crimes that I have to commit. He's Charlie Challenge. Mm. Charlie Challenge doesn't shy away from a challenge, does he? Do you not like fun? <laughs> It's with great reluctance that I, I, I hear this challenge. I'm not going to say accept because it's, it's not the case. <laughs> well, there we go. And we will check back with Charlie's crime spree and go over his crime diary next podcast. Let's find a new quiz, quiz. My previous quiz left me for another quiz. Let's find a new quiz, quiz. So we can replace Champs and Chumps Let's find a new quiz quiz It's the quiz where each week we try and do a new quiz To see if it's going to be our new quiz Ah, Ah, I'm glad you said ah Because that sounded like you understood it (laughs) This week, our new quiz Well, it can only really be one thing And so this week, our quiz is On the Wonk when I'm standing on the side of a hill, then I'm on the wonk And my drink starts to spill, cause I'm on the wonk I'm only wearing one shoe when I'm on the wonk And if you wanna try, just lean to one side Cause everybody loves a quiz show presenter When they're positioned off centre So get out your protractors, kids It's time to go on the wonk Charlie and Rich, you are the co-inventors of the quiz show on the wonk You came up with it with my brother Tristan on the last chapter That's true what, What's the concept? Well, really, it's like any regular quiz, but uh, slightly on the wonk. <laughs> right, which means at a kind of angle, right? Yeah, yes. so it's a normal yeah. quiz, slightly off kilt. But, but on the wonk. Yeah. yeah. What we're going to do, right, you're going to have some questions about crime, and if you get the questions right, then the quiz will be wonked 
in your direction. Oh. And that means the stereo balance will shift to your direction. Interesting. Charlie is on the left, Rich is on the right. So to get the full wonk experience, you need to stick in some headphones or something if you're listening to this on like laptop speakers. It won't work. Put some headphones in. It's on the wonk. You need the stereo. And the winner will be the one who has wonked the hardest. Will it be the one who has the wonk in his favour? <laughs> I think so, yeah. <laughs> As you can tell, this is a work in progress, a wonk in progress. I have the wonk in my favour. First, let's meet the contestants. My name's Rich, and I'm on the wonk. Hi, Rich, and what do you do for a living? I'm a typographer. And are you hoping to wonk away with today's star prize? Let's see what the wonk's got in store. Contestant number two, who are you? Hi. I'm Charlie, and I'm on the wonk. And what do you do, Charlie? Well, Dan, I, I'm afraid I can't talk about that official secrets act and all that. Ah. It's something wonky. <laughs> Sounds wonky. Well, I think he's going to be one to wonk out for. <laughs> I'm going to wonk my way to victory, Dan. So let's get started with On The Wonk. Because everybody loves a quiz show presenter When they're positioned off centre So today's questions are about crime. Now, what I've done is put in the words, is it a crime to, into Google, and I have found some of the results that's come up. And I'm going to tell you some of those results. Some of them are real, and some of them I have made up. You've got to tell whether these are real Google results or whether they have come from my brain. And I need a Google honesty policy, so hands off the internet. I've de Good. (laughs) Let's play How many times in this quiz so far have I said Let's play on the wonk Let's do it again (laughs) So let's play on the wonk So get out your protractors kids It's time to go on the wonk The first question is for wonka number one Rich (laughs) Is it a crime to point a laser at an aircraft? Is that a Google result or is it made up? I think you should say Is that a Google result or is it all my fault? (laughs) Okay, is that a Google result or is it all my fault? Dan, wonk do you think it is? I'm, g- I'm going to go with my wonk. <laughs> I'm going to say, Dan, that's a result. You are correct. That yes. is a real result. And bonus points, is it, is it, is it a crime? Um, <laughs> what, what? <laughs> oh, bonus points, um, is it actually a crime? Um, yes. Okay, I don't know the answer. (laughs) But yeah, you get a bonus point as well. Right, well done, Rich. (laughs) So so we wonk in your (laughs) favour. Let's go on the wonk. Whoa! Whoa! Right, we're wonked in Rich's favour. Charlie, this question's to you. Is it a crime to reheat rice? This is difficult. That's a result. I'm afraid that's not a result. We're still wonked in Rich's favour. Rich, is it a crime to argue with a fireman? (laughs) (laughs) No, don't put out my house, you (laughs) arsehole. Um, (laughs) I'm going to say that's all your fault, Dan. You are correct. That is all my fault. We stay wonked on Rich's side. Charlie. Yes. Is it a crime to be medically negligent? Well, yes, clearly. What kind of question is that? Um, <laughs> but is it a Google result? Oh, I hate this so much. Is it all done sport? <laughs> oh, uh, I'm going to say it's 
a result. You are correct. Yay. That is a result. And bonus points, is it actually a crime? Yes. Most Interestingly, definitely. no, it isn't. No bonus points. It is a crime. Don't, 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 don't you dare. <laughs> but, but we wonk over to Charlie's side. Here we go. Whoa! <laughs> Rich, is it a crime to punch a statue? Oh, it's certainly on the wonk. There's something wonky about it. There is, yeah. There's a wonky feeling in the air. <laughs> I'm getting a wonky feeling about this. <laughs> is it a Google result or is it all my fault? <laughs> I'd say, Dan, that one is all your fault. You are correct. That is all my fault. And bonus points, is it a crime? No. You're incorrect. It is a crime. <laughs> Statues are owned by the Queen. We won't back over to Rich. Whoa! Okay, the final question goes to you, Charlie. Let's see whether you get it right or not and then decide where to go from there. I'm the best quiz master ever. <laughs> Your final question. Is it a crime to look this good? I'm going to say that's a result, Dan. You are correct. That is a result. And for a bonus point, is it actually a crime? <laughs> no. <laughs> you are incorrect. It is a crime, but doesn't matter. You still get. You still. We wonk over to Charlie. We wonk, wonk in your back favor. Over. We wonk in your favor. Whoa! Whoa! So, looking back then at that quiz. How do we decide who won? I mean, Charlie's currently in possession of the wonk. So he wins. So he wins. That's how it works. Okay, I'm glad. Well, I don't know, because Rich got a double wonk in there, so surely it's slightly over towards his side still. You're absolutely right. Problem is, though, we've done it. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we do now? Um, we roll with it. Charlie won. <laughs> this is a hollow victory now. So get out your protractors, kids. It's time to go on the wonk. Well, well, shall we do this quiz every week, then? I think we should. I think we should. I like it. I, lo- I think this is the successor to Champs and Champs. Even though we haven't quite made it work, but it was fun. Uh, it was I think fun. we can refine it. We've got subsequent weeks to refine on the wonk to be the top flight panel show that we all crave. And fun is what's been missing from the quiz. And don't you like fun? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a chore, hasn't it? You're right, Rich. I do like fun. Maybe we could, um, you know, get some listener input on how the rules should work. Yeah. Well, we've done a pilot episode there of On The Wonk with mixed success, but we would love your input. Please tell us how we can make On The Wonk even more successful. And by the end of, you know, this series of the podcast... We'll, we'll get it on telly, surely. Surely. Well, there we go. That concludes this week's uh, episode of Let's Find a New Quiz Quiz. And I think we found one. Hooray! Hooray! Who's been getting in touch with us? Let's look at the letters page. Let's see who's been getting in touch with us in the last couple of weeks since our previous podcast. We got a letter in from listener Tom referring to my dream utterances when I shouted in my sleep, we could rent a dog. Uh, We sort of said that probably that isn't possible, but he got in touch to say, Hello, I listened to your podcast on sleep and Dan said you can't rent dogs, but you can. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) (laughs) And he did include some links as well there. One of which is to a website called Flexpets. 
Z with a Z. How do you feel about that, Charlie? I'm, I'm angry already. And they are a service at which you can rent a dog. Now, they have a contact us page, so I thought I could send them a quick email to find out a little bit more about the service. What should we ask, do you think? What sort of things would we like to know? Do they have other pets other than dogs? <laughs> you could ask yeah. that. I'm looking to rent a cockatiel. <laughs> Do you perhaps have a sister company which deals with that? Can your pets be flexible under pressure? <laughs> <laughs> what are your pet's weaknesses? Can you name an occasion when your pet has worked as part of a team? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, so we're interviewing for a pet here. If my dog shows promise but doesn't really perform when it comes to <laughs> annual stats... Can I use my dog for menial office work? <laughs> E.g. faxing, <laughs> formatting docs. Rover showed promise until he photocopied his bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'll do that then. I'll find a selection of those questions and I'll, I'll pop them in an email and we'll see what Flex Pets have to say for themselves. We'll see if we can uh, go about renting a dog. We got an email in from listener James referring to our nonsense catchphrase, you can't fake cake on the make. He said, I asked a friend of mine what she thought you cannot fake a cake on the make meant. She likes to think of herself as a philosopher and someone who can make sense of anything and she told me it sounded like it meant that you should always be yourself and never pretend to be something you aren't. Please, Rich, come up with a saying that makes even less sense than you cannot fake a cake on the make. Ah, so it hasn't worked. Problem is, it's too goddamn logical. (laughs) Do you you agree with her assessment that it means that you should always try and uh, be yourself? I think she's reading too much into it. She may be reading too much into it. That's very unlikely. Maybe she should have just had her cake and (laughs) ate it. And faked it. But yeah, I think when when it all boils down and you mix all the ingredients and the cake comes together (laughs) yeah i think that is the crux of the cake well that's good then but as to whether i can top that with a more nonsensical saying will that happen i don't know you know maybe it'll happen in future maybe it'll happen now maybe it'll happen right now (laughs) um you can't predict these things no catchphrases are born out of things you say by accident I mean, they are in our case. I don't know if that's the case. Of no, they always are. Gen- always. Are they? Yeah. Really? That's how it works. You'd know. Rich is the expert. Yeah. That's why it's called a catchphrase. Because you catch it. When the phrase comes in, make sure you catch that phrase. <laughs> or else it could be whirling around in the ether, never to be uttered. Well, there you go. I hope that, James, was nonsensical enough for you. But James also adds... One of my favourite short-lived features was Charlie denounces the listenership. I'm hoping Charlie will become suitably enraged about something soon. But if not, I would like as many people as possible to send irritating comments to Charlie until he becomes angry enough to once again lash out at people he has never met. Do I have to read the last bit? Yep. <laughs> Charlie, you are an obnoxious, lazy, middle-class, public school bastard. <laughs> Point one about this... How? <laughs> Point two, you've missed a hyphen. If you're going to insult me for being public schooled, at least hyphenate that. <laughs> Point three, I tend to lash out at stupidity, not people insulting me. So, you know, right, people need to send in more stupid comments, but on the whole, people seem to be learning and not 
saying quite such idiotic things to us. I think just we need to send in comments that will irritate Charlie. So things that end in a Z, can you please now end all emails with Zs instead of Ss? Do not do that. I'm going to say if people send in some more comments, let's make this a feature. I'll write... Yeah. A, fe- a feature's a feature when you make a jingle. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and I'd love this to be a feature, but yeah. I'm not quite there yet. I'll write a jingle when you give me the ammunition, people. We also got listener Callum on the Facebook page saying that uh, he has nothing of value to say, but has been wondering what it feels like to be denounced by Charlie. People want to be denounced by Charlie. That's the thing. I don't think we should think of this as a negative thing. People no. love it. That's part of the charm. So I guess we'll just have to see what happens. Yeah. You can't force these announcements. You just gotta let them come out. Just let them and come. And then do a jingle. And then do a jingle. But if they come, we will do a jingle. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely do a jingle. <laughs> right, well, that'll do for the letters then. Thank you very much for everyone who's written in to us with some letters. Uh, sorry, we can't read all of them out, uh, but we love getting them. Letters into podcast at flatsintonine.com. And, uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> You're through to flat 29. Damrich and Charlie aren't available to take your call at the moment, so please leave a message after the lolcat. Well, what about if people out there would like to mug us? What advice would you give them? How best would you like to be mugged? Catch us off guard, you know. (laughs) Wait till we're in a situation where we feel relaxed, like whilst we're eating a McDonald's. And then pants from behind Ronald. (laughs) (laughs) Is that when you're at your most vulnerable? (laughs) I don't know. Because you just get lost in the moment, don't you? (laughs) Hide behind the napkins, because... Napkins are traditionally a safe place. Yeah, you're right, though. Napkins are the most safe of the crockery area. You know, knives and forks. When I think of napkins, I think of security Yeah. and warmth. These ketchup sachets aren't going to do you any favours. Ketchup is a dodgy area. Yeah. People are thinking about blood, crime, criminals, gangs... <laughs> Big Macs. <laughs> Walking neuroses, isn't it? <laughs> What's the most relaxing condiment? Oh, definitely not salsa. Yeah, um, I think mayonnaise because it's like it's pastel coloured. It's not very nice. What's more relaxing than mayonnaise? Cream. Yes. But that's not in McDonald's. It's also not a condiment, really, is it? <laughs> wow. It's a condiment on your scone. Scondiment. <laughs> it's a scondiment, yeah. <laughs> what's, the, what's the least relaxing scondiment? Cream. Um, no, that's the most relaxing. The least relaxing is salsa. Salsa would go well on a cheese scone. Yeah, it might do. That's true. We, should, we should start a range of scondiments. <laughs> Copyright. Copyright. You can't take that. The thing is, you'd get into the issue of some people say it's scone, so some people would say scondiments. Oh, no. no. Um, it's scondiment or nothing. <laughs> and that's that's the name of uh, our advertising campaign. That's the slogan. <laughs> it's an aggressive campaign. Campaign. You see a little boy and his mum. What would you like on your scones, darling? Um, I'll just have some butter, please. No! Scondiment or nothing! And it just comes up in big letters. Scondiment or nothing. Why don't you love our scondiments? Is your heart made of scone? Flat <laughs> 29 have a fortnightly podcast. I download it quick because my broadband is so fast. Flat 29 have a podcast I download it from the internet, 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 internet
heart of scone. <laughs> anyway. Scondiment. Right. <clears throat> what? A, that was funny. That was like an actual joke. We never do actual jokes. <laughs> no, it's true. It's taken how many episodes? 35? <laughs> I know. Maybe I should just, to, to undercut it, put this bit on the end of us saying, well, that was an actual joke. <laughs> <laughs> 35 episodes, one joke. Yes. Stay tuned for episode 70. <laughs> <laughs> So that was it. That was Flat 29's Big Book of Everything, Chapter 35 on crime. And please do submit to us your ideas for refining the quiz on the wonk. We're crowdsourcing it. Get involved. See if you can uh, give us some ideas. We'll hone the quiz and it will be a blockbuster hit on ITV next season. We will see you in two weeks' time with our next chapter. Bye! Bye. Flat 29's Big Book of Everything Another topic down, a millions to go We've covered that in enormous detail There's nothing else you could possibly want to know If you want to make it in this industry, (laughs) you've got to persist You're going to get rejections Yeah and it's how well you cope with these rejections and bounce yeah. back up. Live to crime another day. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So maybe your first mugging doesn't go so well. It's not the end of the world. And you get mugged yourself. Yeah. You feel like the mug. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not sure I came with it. It was a good motivational talk. Just pit, dust yourself down yeah. and get back on the mug circuit. Because the harder you fall, the higher you have to climb. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not like sure how sense. this is to see with crime anymore. <laughs>